Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hey, good morning, LinkedIn Live. We are so grateful to be here today. As you can see, I've got Joe Peachy with me today. If you don't know Joe Peachy, you need to know Joe. Joe is Global Guru's number one ranked sales coach. But don't let that intimidate you because when you get to know Joe, you you get a phone call from him personally. He's not going to get it from a, a secretary or an admin. Joe's going to reach out and talk to you if, if you reach out to him. And we'll get into some of that later today. But you know what? We are here to talk about you get a fast start in 2021. Everyone knows how difficult 2020 was for all of us. However, my friend Joe back in maybe April was talking about getting lost revenues back. And he, and he talks about how he lost so much money on a day in March and he, and he realigned himself to, to make money and go different. So we're going to talk about those things and how Joe does these processes. So First of all, Joe, welcome to LinkedIn Live and, and our podcast. We're going to do this dual purpose today. Hey, Brian, thanks for inviting me. You know, you, you've become a great friend and I, like, I love watching your stuff. You're probably one of the best interviewers I've ever seen. Well, I'm very inquisitive and my mom used to hate that, but now I, I uh, use that for a strength, right? So it's one of those things where I like to hear about folks. I love to learn new things and you've taught me a lot. You know, Joe, I've been part of your programs. I've, I've attended your courses and then I, I listen to your podcast weekly. So you, your podcast comes out twice a week. So for those that are watching, they can get two doses of Joe, two cups of Joe every week, but also they're going to be able to work with you. They're going to be able to understand you and get to know you on a one-on-one on -on -one basis. So tell us what some ideas you have for getting a quick start on 2020. Here we are, January the 6th. What are some ideas for a quick start? Well, number one, and, and I'm kind of direct, and I apologize if I come off a little direct, but if you haven't made your plan, okay, for 21, you need to stop what you're doing, okay? Because I've talked to people already, and they've already said, you know, I really haven't gotten to it. But the first thing you have to do to plan, okay, is you got to put the last one to bed and you have to do an assessment. You have to see what worked, what didn't work. So two months ago, Dawn and I, Dawn is my wife, we're partners. We started assessing our business because you can't move forward if you don't get a baseline. I've become very data driven. I measure everything. So we measured what was working, what was not working. We measured where we had to pivot as we all did and we did grow last year and, and you know we're we're excited about that but we grew because we have the pulse of our business and we make plans so therefore if you've done your assessment and i'm going to give you a simple way to do an assessment and some of you are going to go this is old fashioned do a swot analysis i'm working with a lot of clients now we're taking a deep dive with a swot analysis which is what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your opportunities? And what are your threats? And I'll get into that a little bit more. So do an assessment. But then as you're moving forward, I like to use a whiteboard because it's visual. I like to put it up on the board. 
Here's the first thing, Brian, I'm going to recommend to your team, the people who like to watch you. I would go back and read the book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I would really focus on the three things he tells you to do. And even though the book was written in the 40s, I am rereading this book for the fifth time. The first thing you have to do in planning is decide how much money do I want to make? Okay, what is the number I want to hit? That's most important. The second thing you have to decide is what am I willing to give up to get it? Because here's where you are to get to the next level. We have to make some changes, adjustments and sacrifices. And the third thing is why? Why do you want those? So I'm going to stop right there for a second because I can just see Brian has a question. You know, I'm always going to have a question, Joe, because that's just the way this goes. First of all, let me recognize Patrick Tinney's just made a comment. He said, good morning from Buckhorn, Canada. So thank you, Patrick Tinney. And uh, so SWAT, you know, you talked about using that SWAT. For those that don't know what that is, tell us how you use SWAT. I know you use those three questions from Think and Grow Rich, but but how do you use the SWAT? Okay, well, first of all, a SWAT analysis was developed many years ago, and so people thought it was the best thing since ice cream. But then because it wasn't new, people got away from it. A SWOT analysis is basically when you assess your company, your, your department, yourself. Number one, on your strengths. What are your strengths? What's your fastball? What do you do well? Okay. The second thing, what are my weaknesses? What do I need to improve? What do we need to get better at? The third one is potential opportunities. What are the opportunities out there that we can go after? And the fourth one is what are the threats? And so, you know, last January, if you did a SWAT, the one thing you didn't put down as a threat is a worldwide close down. <laughs> okay. You can't see everything. But I'll tell you what, this year, we're smarter. This year, everything is on the table. So this year, we're saying, what are the potential threats? So, so Brian, that's what a SWAT is. And what I'm doing with my clients in our coaching end of year and then new year, we're really digging into a SWAT onto their personal business, their, their corporate business, their career, their profession. And we're taking time to dig into this SWAT. That is awesome. You know, my favorite thing from that SWAT is the opportunity, because I think there's always opportunity. Even in crisis, there's opportunity. And I've seen you do some of these things where you just turn crisis into opportunity. You know, you've launched these virtual classes and virtual training early. You know, before it became really popular, you said, I'm jumping on this immediately. And, and so I'm, I've attended some of those classes and things. So it's just about how we look at things. Hey, is this bad times and troubling times? 100% it has been. But what do we do with that and how do we improve from it? Joe, I know you're a man of process. And, and so a SWOT is a process. Let's give our listeners and those watching today some of the processes you use for success. Well, the first thing, you know, you got You have to have a, an end in mind process mentality. You know, where do I want this to go? What do I want to accomplish with this? 
In January, we had created our, every year we revise our business model. Because you have to ask yourself, is what I'm doing going to get me to that end result? So if what you're doing, if your business model, if your career, if your profession cannot get you where you want to get, you either have to change the end result or how you're going to get there. That's the beginning of the process. So we have to assess first, just like how much money did Peachy and Peachy want to make in 2019? How much money do we want to make in 2000? I mean, 20. How much money now do we want to make in 2021? Now, then after we do that, we have to make sure the model we're using, the business we have, the career we have can get us there. That's the beginning of the process, Brian. Yeah, that is so good. And, you know, it's 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 impressive to watch the processes that you use. I love the analysis thing. And, you know, we, we like to at the end of the year, we like to re, re, go back and look at and think about how last year went and how we can improve. And then the, the whiteboard, you know, where you're looking at and saying, this is a vision board. This is what I want to do. And it's it's not just in your mind. You haven't left it there. You've put it out and you've made it a reality, something tangible that you can look at and set that mark, whatever that is. Now you can, now you can achieve that. Yeah. <laughs> I have to see things. I, you know, I've lived on whiteboards my whole life I, I, as a football coach, uh, then getting into business. Uh, my office has no aesthetic value. It is surrounded by whiteboards. Okay. And uh, everything we do, I track where I can see it visually. Man, that is the way to do it. And, uh, you know, you're an example of success, but also you're an example of character. And so when you say you're going to do something, you do it. How important do you feel like that is, has, has been to the way you've, you've been successful? <laughs> you just hit a pet peeve of mine. You absolutely have hit what I believe is one of our competitive edges. And it's sad to say, Brian, that in the 21st century, doing what you say you're going to do when you're going to do it, returning every phone call, being on time is a competitive edge. But it is. I don't believe you can build trust. And you're a big trust guy. And and you learn you've learned a lot from John Maxwell and his whole uh, methodology. We are, a, you know, we have a whole methodology for teaching people how to grow the trust ladder to get to trusted advisor. But I can tell you, we've made tons of money just based on the fact that our words match our actions. You see, the word congruent, if you think about the word congruent, if you think about the word, uh, well, it. Congruent means it lines up. Everything lines up. So if you say one thing, but you do something else, all of a sudden, your potential client sees a wavering of congruency. You lose trust. In the 21st century, trust closes business. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? 
reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. Yeah, definitely. And when you come, you know, that old no like, and trust, another simple idea and yet hard to actually engage in and, and, and get to the place where you're doing. And I think one thing that I know you're, you're, you're very good at, and I'm, I'm learning to do well is the consistency doing the same thing and getting good results. And I'm not talking about not changing. I mean, I know we got to make some changes, but as far as what works, Keep doing it. Keep doing it well. And as you make small steps, it turns into those big goals you had. There's practices and principles. Principles are forever. They don't go away. Principles are timeless. Practices are timely. So, for example, you take, for example, our training. The principles of our training is 100% of the time we deliver quantifiable results. The practices may be, well, sometimes it's live. Now, sometimes it's virtual. Okay, so now the way we deliver, the way we work with clients, the principles of selling is you have to be able to generate leads. You have to be able to pick up the phone and quality appointment, and you have to have a great sales meeting that's consultative. That is a principle at PG and PG. A practice is, is it live or is it face-to-face or is it virtual? I can tell you that, you know, now I'm being asked to train on virtual sales meetings. So virtual lead generation, to pick up the phone and get that appointment, but now virtual sales meeting. It's become a product because 99% of my sales are coming through virtual. So now that's a practice. So the principle may be consultative sales. The practice has changed from live to virtual. Wow. I love that consultative. And that's, you know, that's how you got me. You, we, we talked about it and you, you gave me some ideas and Hey, if you need me, I'm here for you basically. And uh, that's, but Let's, if you can, and I know you can't do your training because that costs money, but some tips and pointers for virtual selling. I can tell you this, that if you're selling through charisma and talent, that's hard to convey virtually. If you do, so I'll give you some tips, but I can't give you my secret sauce. Number one, you have got to have a process. Okay. I don't believe in charisma and talent. I believe in processes, communications, and skills. So you better have a process. I was on a coaching call with one of my big company clients in Michigan yesterday. They actually brought five people to our sales boot camp. And now I'm coaching them. I'm, I'm doing their sales meetings once a week, and I'm doing one-on-one coaching. And I, at the end of the meeting yesterday, this one gentleman said, can I take you through my last meeting? And he walked me through it. And when he got done, I said, where was your core story sheet, which is your sales meeting sheet, your outline? 
How come, when did you not ask this question? Why didn't you ask this question? So I think sometimes people tend to sell from the seat of their pants and sell a process. So now to virtual, it's even more important in virtual because they don't care about the warm fuzzy. You're not walking in there with bagels, okay? Now it's about your ability to convey a message and get them to communicate to you. Without a doubt, Joe. And, you know, you and I both uh, like the personality types and understanding people's communication styles. And I spoke with someone the other day and they said, you know, in, in Zoom and in these virtual ways of speaking, you can't look into someone's eyes. You know, you, you see their eyes, but you're not looking into their eyes. But you also can't see their normal reactions. Like You got to keep it in this space, this this zone of the camera. And so it's not it's not natural like if you were sitting across the desk or across the table from someone. So as you're saying, you, you just got to be sure that your processes are in place to get the same results. G great stuff. Well, you also said something that's, uh, you know, Dawn and I are master trainers of DISC, and we've taken our DISC to a different level, more behavior-based. And we have to teach our clients how to assess and recognize the other, other people's behavior style through a phone call, through a Zoom, through a WebEx. And you can if you break it down to tactics. If you just try to do it from, well, I thought I know there are certain keys, whether it's Zoom, whether it's on a phone, if you're a great listener and you're really being attentive to it. You know that with, with all leaders, with many of my interviews, that good listener seems to come up very frequently. So what do you say, what, what are some of your tools and, and, and processes for listening better? Well, years ago, Brian, uh, I was not a good listener because fast-paced people tend to talk in their head while the other person's talking. It's just... It's an, so the first thing Joe Peachy had to do was learn how to quiet that down. But Dawn and I sat down and we started working through listening and saying, okay, what are the actual tactics of listening? Are there skills involved? And then the most important thing, what distracts each behavior style? Because if I know what distracts me, I can guard against that. But also... If I know I'm selling to Brian and I'm assessing his behavior style, then I know these are things that may distract him. Therefore, I mean, look behind me. You see very little. Now, my wife has more of your behavior style, Brian. People oriented, like to have a good time, laugh. People are drawn to you. She wanted me to put stuff behind me like... Uh, uh, awards and books. And, and I'm saying, when I get on a Zoom call with people, I can read their eyes. Are they, are they watching the speaker? Or are they looking at all the stuff behind them? So one of the things you have to do in understanding listening, we have to take away the distractions because some behavior styles, they'll get distracted in a second. 
Well, Joe, I, I am a people person, but the, the, the strong side is my D and direct. So I know it is. I know the, you the listening, what, I, what I've learned to do is, is take notes. And so what that does is keeps me from having that mental thought, having that distraction. If I just write something down, take a quick note, maybe I can ask you about it later. But, but more importantly, what usually happens is whatever I wrote down that I was having a conversation in my mind with, you answer it before I ever get a chance to ask you. So that list and before I didn't ever heard it because I was just waiting to, to answer. So that's uh, that's one of my techniques. Hey, listen, we've got uh, Doug Trabal. He's from Hawthorne, New Jersey. And he's saying, can you retouch on Think and Grow Rich? First of all, Doug is a good friend. He's a, an old client. He's just started a new business and we're proud of him. In fact, I just talked to him last week. The thing about Think and Grow Rich, I go back to principles and practices. You know, right now I have five books on my desk. Three of them are rereads. Rereads. I read as I need. I'm not like, a, I don't like to read like, um, well, warm and fuzzy things. I'm very, <laughs> this is what I need. And so Think and Grow Rich is mindset mastery. Think and Grow Rich is how do I think? And so when you look at the whole concept of Think and Grow Rich, back to the, okay, what is it that I want? But then my favorite part, because I've always known what I wanted. What do I have to give up, Doug? This is the part, you know, uh, we all want to succeed, but we don't want to sacrifice. And so this is about really getting real with ourselves, really sitting down and saying, what do I need to do to accomplish that? And this is where you have to get really intense about it. Joe and Dawn Peachy did not want to have to learn all the new stuff. In fact, as of last January, 95% of our training and about 50% of our coaching was live. Well, this past year, we did our two sets of boot camps. I did some live training for some insurance companies, but the rest of it was virtual. And my wife has just launched a whole membership sell more virtually platform. Now, everybody goes, wow, that's amazing. We didn't want to do that. And it cost us time and money. And so the part that I recommend all people, if you're going to get to the next level, it's going to be based on what are you willing to do every day you ask yourself five questions, Doug. What is it that I want? When do I want it? Why do I want it? What am I willing to do? What am I not willing to do? Hidden in the what am I not willing to do is the secret to your success. Without a doubt. Well, thanks, Doug, for asking that question, getting Joe to reinforce that. Uh, it's just you can't reinforce that enough. You know, earlier we talked about character and integrity, and I just want those that are watching this or listening to this to understand in May – of, of 2020, Joe Peachy put 20 people in a room for training when no one else, let's not say no one, very few people were doing live training. And I left there with a few of my team members and said, this works because Joe did something that's very difficult, has been very difficult to do. And, and, and he showed us how to do it as an example. So 
kudos to you, Joe, as an example, and, and just keep that doing those things. Well, Dawn and I decided when we opened up Peachy and Peachy, we would never speak, coach, train, or consult on anything we do not do growing our own business. I still make 150 outbound calls a week. I sell all our training, speaking, coaching, and consulting. So uh, Dawn is an expert at LinkedIn. Well, PGP, 35% of our business is coming from LinkedIn. So I think the biggest part of integrity is, do I live my message? Okay, and in our industry, the speaking industry, I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with training on stuff or speaking. But the question we have to ask ourselves is, am I doing this? Am I doing what I'm teaching? Absolutely. And, and that's going to be where we trust someone when we see they are doing what they're teaching. Joe, this is a great place for us to kind of wind things down. Those that are watching today, those that will be listening later on the podcast, those that will watch this on YouTube, Joe, tell them how they can get in contact with you and any kind of social media you'd like for them to know about. First thing, I have a free giveaway for you. You take out your cell phone. You're going to text the word sales edge. Make sure it's one word to 55678. Some phones will break it up. It has to be one word. 55678 takes you to a peachy peachy link, takes you to a splash page. There's five, to start out, five free videos on recapture lost revenue through virtual selling. Put your name, your email, come right to you. You can watch on your phone, your laptop, anything. There's information on our membership program. There's free downloads, and there's there are links to our podcast, and that's called Sales Edge, every Tuesday, every Thursday. You can always call me for a complimentary cup of joe at 407-947-2590. Please send me a LinkedIn invite, Joe Peachy. You'll see the guy kneeling. It looks like me because it is me. And you can go to our website, www.picandpici.com. That's awesome, Joe. And, and listen, if you call that number, you might, you might get a voicemail, but you're going to get a call back very promptly. So just know that the integrity is there. I appreciate everyone that's watched the uh, LinkedIn live today. Those that will listen to our podcast. If you haven't listened to our podcast, we're build your success podcast. We do weekly broadcast on Tuesdays at six. We have an episode comes out with special guests like Joe, these quality people that have done and been successful. And then also we, we got a YouTube channel called build up. So go to those things, check us out. My website is uh, buildcs.net. So it's not .com, it's buildcs for buildconsultingservices.net. My phone number is 863-800-9658. Give me a call. Hey, we're here to help. Joe's here to help. I'm here to help. We were grateful to have you watch or listen to this. Thanks so much. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.